October 18, 2002. It's the Watt from Pedro show.
Watt from Pedro Show, October 18 edition, 2002. Friday and Pedro. There might have been some funky uh, pitch problems there with those tunes because I didn't have the foresight or the awareness to check out the machinery before I started up today, and they were in uh, freestyle rave mode. (laughs) So much apologies to uh, John Coltrane, who started off with the softly as a... Softly as in a morning sunrise. It's just in the morning sunrise mode. And then uh, Brave (laughs) Captain there with uh, Teller You Honor. So they were funky pitch things. But I'm getting it together. Brother Matt, how are you? Good, good. Glad it's Friday. Yeah. You've had a hell week, right? Yeah, ready for the three-day weekend. Having a a hell week is definitely a little easier to deal with when you got weekly three-day weekends. Going up to San Francisco, too, uh, for Burning Man decompression. That'll be a good Oh, wow. Thing. I was there last week. Yeah, fun time. Elbow room. It was pretty intense. That's a new place, gig. huh? New place for you to play? Yeah, I've never played there. Yeah, cool. Like an upstairs-downstairs deal. Bar downstairs, and you play upstairs. And <clears throat> Nels was on fire. He was smoking. Nels was perk. What Martin part of town? was painting up a storm. He painted a paint. He sent me a... Snap he took, because he brings a camera and takes snaps while he's painting during the gig, and he sent me one of a cat on a bike, and that was pretty cool. Oh, cool. That's a bitch in touch, having him up there doing his thing to the tunes in Technicolor. The Nortonian touch. So what part of town was Elbow Room in? Like Mission, Valencia, Mm -hmm. Uh and 16th or 17th Street. Uh So, uh, new pad. I'm going to be up there again in uh, early November with uh, the bottom of the hill. Kirk, Kirkwood, Chris Novoselic, Bud Gow's new band, Eyes Adrift. Oh, cool, yeah. Played with them yeah. in January. Yeah. And now, be interesting how they are nine months later. It's a big old. I got four gigs this weekend. Big old styling traveling bus they had. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'll be in the boat. Tonight, I play Stooges with. Uh, Perk and Peter DiStefano in Long Beach. And then tomorrow I have a new Stooges band with uh, Nels Klein and uh, Kevin Fitzgerald from Geraldine Fibbers. And um, something at Spaceland. Then right after that I have to race over and do uh, what I'm doing tonight with Perk and Peter again at 14 Below. And then Monday we open up for Jason, the Nels-Kevin band. We call it the real oh my. We open up for Jason Lowenstein's new solo project thing at the Derby, which I've never played, but I heard uh, might be a little uh, bit of a nightmare with the cat who runs it. But I'm just opening up. Isn't that I wish like Jason a, the best? Normally, like the hip swing spot for like uh, up there in Los, Los Feliz. Feliz. Yeah, yeah. I've never been there, brother Matt, so I wouldn't. Yeah, it doesn't seem really like they, they don't normally rock, I don't think. I think they got like the know hip, uh, cherry pop and daddy type, type oh. of deal. <laughs> well, they're going to get stooges. And I tell you, this one I got with Kevin and Nels is really intense. Cool I'm, I'm twist, in five huh? stooges bands now. <laughs> and I'm going to play with Jay and the Ashton Brothers. It looks like a Ren France on December 
fifth or sixth, and then the day after Eindhoven, Holland, and then two London gigs. I don't know the exact days yet. They haven't given me that info. I'm only the bass player. <laughs> but I should get it soon and let everybody know. But it looks like four gigs for Ashton, Ashton, Mascus, and Watt. He's on tour right now with Cobra Verde, Jay Mascus. Oh, cool. He's going to be at the Roxy on the 26th. He asked me to come on up. Cool. I went and uh, Les called me the other day. I, I yeah. called you, Brother Matt, but you weren't here yet to come on up to the gig. So I took the drummer. Young guy from Friolas Negros, uh-huh. that reggae band. Uh-huh. We got a Pedro gig on the first here. And uh, he's never really been backstage at a gig. It was a trip for him. Oh, cool. And last, I mean, it was at the Palace up in Hollywood, so the sound was really kind of muddy. But at the end there, he had me come up and do a dually with him over a Beatles song. And uh, he wanted me to play one of his bases, but they're really hard for me. So he had a Rickenbacker. He said, you want to play this? And I had John Entwistle's name signed up. Oh, wow. That was wild. But really light strings and really close action. So it was kind of hard to play. Also, he plays really soft on stage, man. I couldn't. And my bass, it wasn't even in there. It was total mime. So he's a great cat, you know, and I, I hope I did him justice. Yeah, cool. uh, you know, the palace was built in the 30s for big bands. So the sound with electric stuff is... Not so happening. Not so happening. Okay, Jeff Pink is a bass player. Lives in Texas. I met him when he was uh, a young guy in the Butthole Surfers. And uh, since then, he's had a lot of other bands like Honky and uh, Daddy Big Head or something. Long Head. <laughs> and now he's got this new thing he sent me called Areola 51. I played something last week. And I'll play something now off the CD. It's called uh, Can't Shit Still, Watt from Pedro Show. <laughs>
going to go skinheads, man. Let's go four times. A fourth time. I'm going to go skinheads. Brandon Guts. All right. Come on, Watt. This ain't, this ain't a Jacko Pistorius kind of uh, song. Let's go. Here we go. Rolling. Okay. Yeah. Baby games.
Watt from Pedro show. That was uh, the entire side A of uh, the seven inch on Ecstatic Peace. Society's Ills, the name of the band. It's a um, cover of uh, the Seven Seconds Skins, uh, Brains, and Guts EP that uh, Thurston, myself, Dave Markey, and Dezo did a few years ago. What was it? Uh, looks like we did this in uh, early 94 at Vicky Peterson's home studio. The Bengals. Mm. <laughs> uh, the tunes uh, from that are Skins, Brains, and Guts, No Authority, Redneck Society, Baby Games, and Racism Sucks. Here, here. Before that, we had Sock Day with Don't Be Square, Papa Bear, and started off with Can't Shit Still by... Ariola 51, Jeff Pincus's latest project. Uh, I'm going to play some wire now from about a month and a half ago, live in San Diego. Thanks to Sharon Live for uh, this tape. Here's some brand new wire with a brand new tune. What from Pedro Show.
Watt from Pedro's show. Has some Cap Beefheart back at 68. Instrumental called Flower Pot. Uh, before that, we had an unknown title song. I think D. Boone was just jammed around. It's D. Boone on his guitar playing to a four track, May 1985. We start off with uh, something new from Wire, them live in San Diego from about a month ago. The Casbah, a song called The Agfers of Kodak. A uh, lot from Pedro show here. You know, cats give me uh, stuff on the road. And these kids gave me uh, a CD of theirs. They're called the Patty Duke Syndrome. And here's something they got called Texas. You ought to know 
never mop the floor But I got something cooking I know you're hungry for Send out for some champagne Let's tear up the place And when our party's over Baby, you can call
from Pedro show that was uh, the detachment kit who gave me that CD I, I, I played a uh, jury foreman in this video these young guys from DC called Good Charlotte I think maybe the manager gave me this but I like that tune Dead Angels Make Slow Sound and then uh where are these guys from? The Wishing Wells, before that, with your little intrigue. And uh, has a little book here. Oh, they're Connecticut. They're a Connecticut band. So that's kind of near Jay, huh? Cool little book they made. Yeah. <laughs> Look at the band. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, funny guys. Lyrics and music by Jeff Fish Wells. Music arranged by the Wishing Wells. Yeah, that guy's sporting uh, kind of a water tower gullet kind of thing. <laughs> before that, the identity question by the Miss. Marsha Ball before that with Love Maker. And we started with Texas by Patty Duke Syndrome. <clears throat> Tune got cut off. That wasn't my fault this time. That's the way the CD was. <laughs> Everybody with a pewter and a burner, huh? Uh, coming in, uh, up at the end of the first hour of the uh, October 18, 2002 edition of Watt from Pedro show. Uh, coming up next hour, more tunage, more spiel from Watt, and of course, privileged to have session with um, Brother Matt Spin Cycle. Okay, hold tight for hour two. October 18, 2002. It's the second hour of the Watt from Pedro show. Tales that spawn me better days. Can't explain and I can't stay. Please just make it go.
All right, that was a sideshow with a Mistake. I think it's an Omaha band. And before that, we had Jay Mascus in the Fog off his new record, Everybody Lets Me Down. The record's called Free So Free. And now it's my privilege to uh, turn over the controls to the magic hands of Brother Matt and his spin cycle.
navigated from there back to the Mississippi levee.
centuries ago, the founders of America knew all too well about conspiracies. That's because they themselves had been conspirators.
some kind of apology, but that's not the last thing the most important question was.
public. Keeps them guessing like some kind of polygon, but that's them from asking the most important question, why? Why?
take this opportunity to talk a little bit about former Green Bay Packers tight end, Mr. Mark Chimura. You know, wherever I go from coast to coast and border to border, people always tell me the same dang thing. And Mark Chimura was guilty of bad judgment for getting into that hot tub full of underage women at his babysitter's post-prom party. I ask you this, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, how exactly is it ever bad judgment to get into a hot tub full of liquored up high school chicks? What are you supposed to do for fun at four in the morning anyway? Go shopping for Nutella at Woodlands or some dang thing. But actually, in the cold hot light of further analysis, maybe it was bad judgment to get into that hot tub. Cause one minute you're in the hot tub in your underwear, you're feeling okay, you're the king of Green Bay, you're getting ready to rock the cradle of love. The next minute you're in love with one of the girls in the hot tub and that cradle's rocking you. And all you want to do is be with her and all she wants to do is get the hell away from you. And you find yourself getting bent into shape set regardless of your own natural elasticity you never thought you could get bent into. Find out things like your hair is all wrong, and your glasses are all wrong, and your clothes are all wrong, and you shave your balls wrong, and nothing's working for you, and you get so twisted and frustrated that you contemplate crawling up the side of the nearest tall building and flinging yourself to the cold asphalt ten stories below, hoping that the resulting jelly stain you leave is noteworthy enough to serve as a final legacy of some sort. I recommend against it. Fall off that building, Mr. Peter Parker. Have yourself a blue raspberry slush puppy at your local express convenience store or something. Sometimes you just gotta say I pumped enough blood, tears, toilet sweat into the sinking ship of relationship. And I don't wanna bleed anymore. I don't wanna toil anymore. I don't wanna sweat anymore. Now you bleed. Now you toil. Now you sweat.
these songs can be sung with two lips, two lungs, and one tongue. sell papers in front. Get your winners. Get rich on a dime. And about the third or fourth race, you'd see him rolling on his rotten board with his roller skates underneath. He'd propel himself along on his hands. He just had small stumps for legs. And the rims of the skate wheels were worn off. You could see inside the wheels, and they would wobble something awful, shooting and flashing imperialistic sparks. He moved faster than anybody, rolled cigarette dangling. You could hear him coming. God almighty, what was that? The new ones asked. He was the world's greatest loser, but he never gave up, wheeling toward the $2 window, screaming, it's the four horse, you fools! How the hell are you going to beat the four? Up on the board, the four would be reading 60 to 1. I never heard him pick a winner. They say he slept in the bushes. I guess that's where he died. 
He's not around anymore. There was a big fat blonde who kept touching him for luck and laughing. Nobody had any luck. The whore is gone, too. I guess nothing ever works for us. We're fools, of course. Bucking the inside plus a 15% take. How are you going to tell a dreamer when there's a 15% take on the dream? He'll just laugh and say, is that all? I miss those sparks. Some Charles Bukowski here on the Watt from Pedro show. Hank. Coming on the end of the second hour for the October 18, 2002 version. Before Mr. Bukowski, who is buried here in Pedro, by the way. We had a song, I don't know the title because he didn't write it, but some cat from Philly named Bert. It's a great uh, cover. He's got a, you know, there's Brother Matt's got a picture there of uh, Mr. Bukowski's gravestone. Says, don't try. Anyway, Bert gave me this CD last tour with him with a plastic gun and uh, kind of a Rambo look with a headband, shirt off, and it says Watts fucking tunes. And what, what else does it say? It's a pretty classic shot. Yeah. But, oh yeah. It says, "By me, bitch." <laughs> Bird, I guess. So, <laughs> nothing like that. Yeah, pretty funny. Stuff. <laughs> he, he's got instructions on how to listen to this. He goes, uh, "Die, dear Watt, die-hard rocker, soul rebel, Godfather, punk, role model. Enjoy this humble collection of our all in the universe music. I am the sole producer, musician, and writer of all the enclosed works, but the themes of." are a vast taste. Enjoy it while you eat, enjoy it while you drink, enjoy it while you bang, enjoy it while you think. So take a fucking shit in the upper deck, videotape it, and send it to me with your comments and wisdom. This guy's address. So I got <laughs> have to honor that request and enlighten <laughs> Mr. Burt with some turd. <laughs> okay, before Burt, we had uh, No Means No, Two Lips, Two Lungs, one tongue from the wrong album. <laughs> now you cry, but Reverend Norb. Funeral song, Slater Kinney. Uh, following Brother Matt's righteous spin cycle. Thank you very yeah. much, Brother Matt. Thank you. Okay, hold tight for our three. October 18, 2002. It's the third hour of the Watt from Pedro show, and here's part 12. Of the fourth tower of Inverness. And now we begin the sixth week of the fourth tower of Inverness. But for Jack, it's as though three days had passed. The time moves differently when in the realm of Inverness. Whoever the ancients were that inhabited this mountain, their ceremonies, their worship of the gods, created vibrations so strong they pierce deep into the earth and rock of Inverness. The roots of the trees and grass have drunk of these vibrations until the very vegetation upon the mountain at times appears to shimmer with sacred praises to the gods. But there are those that tap these vibrations and channel them into other uses. When we last left Jack Flanders, he had once again seen the fourth tower of Inverness. He ran as fast as he could to the mansion 
ran through the secret passageways inside the walls until he came to a dead end with a full-length mirror upon the wall. Investigating, he found the mirror was a door. Behind the door was another mirror. But when he stepped through it, he found himself standing upon a concrete ledge with steps beyond leading into the tower. But in between, nothing but space, clouds below drifting by, and he was in the fourth tower. But he could not leap the space to climb the steps. So there he stands. Darn! I can't jump that distance. It's about 12 feet to those steps. I get this far and now I have to turn back. I don't know when the tower will show itself again. Oh, shoot. Why is it that every time I get what I want, it's not what I expected? That's the story of my life. Oh, well. Back out and through the mirror. So, Jack, little Frida dissolved into color and disappeared. She's a sensitive girl, but I'm certain she'll be able to take care of herself. Well, you don't seem very concerned, Auntie. I don't know how concern will help her. I suppose she was caught up with the ecstasy of the moment and just let herself dissolve. She's not a lump of sugar. She is sweet. No, Jack, the reason I'm not overly concerned, I am concerned, but just enough. You see, the reason is that little Frida has abilities that human beings, uh, normal human beings, haven't realized. You're inferring that she's done this before. I'm inferring? No, no. I'm saying quite explicitly that she may have decided at the moment that everything was exactly right, exactly as it should be, and let go. She didn't die, did she? Oh, Jack, the way you say that, I'm surprised at you. After re-experiencing several past lives, I would have thought your view of death would be healthier than that. Why, even your Time magazine has altered their column, Births and Deaths, or whatever it was, to transitions. Soon people will realize that they just keep coming back and coming back. Do you mind being born again? Not that much. But I could do without going through high school again. Oh, I see. You've changed the line. That's fair. Jack, do you recall my mentioning to you the Tibetan wheel of life? Yes, I do. These Tibetans have it all down pat, as they say. I think you mentioned seeing the wheel in the library, was it not? Yes, I did. Now, concentrate on it. Focus a picture of the wheel in your mind. Can you do that? Just vaguely. It, it's it's difficult. Well, forget the wheel for a moment. Uh, concentrate on any other image. Uh, for instance, a, uh, a white elephant. Okay, I've got it. You can see the white elephant? Yes, clearly. Ah, well, then you can see the wheel. It's very simple. You must learn to train your mind to run errands for you. Well, that sounds simple, but I, I'm just not certain that I can do A it. A little practice is all you need, Jack. The mind can be sent out to gather information of all sorts. Why, it's like speaking on a telephone, being able to see the other person, 
what he or she is wearing, the room around him. Well... You don't do that, I presume. Well, that sounds kind of psychic. It's words like that, Jack, that cause people to think they cannot, they cannot, they cannot. When you realise that you can, then you can sit in the leisure of your armchair or sip your tea as I am doing now and send your mind out to gather all sorts of things. If you say so. It's expressions of enthusiasm like that one that will get you at least another 15 lifetimes. Hmm. I don't think being reborn is so bad. It's not reborn. It's growing old physically and listening to your bones creak. That's so tiresome. But let me continue with the Tibetan Wheel of Life. It's most important. Go on. Now, as you can see, you can see the wheel. Oh, yes, clearly, yes. On the outer rim, there are 12 characters. Mm -hmm. A blind woman representing ignorance, feeling her way with a stick, is the first. Can you see it? Yes, a blind woman. Now, because of his spiritual blindness, man blunders through life, creating an illusory picture of himself and the world. His will is then directed upon unreal things, while his character is formed in accordance with this direction of his will and his desire and his imagination. Hmm. Now, the next figure is the potter. Can you see the potter? Yes, yes. The form creating activity. Just as the potter creates the shape of pots, so we form our characters and our destiny or more correctly, our karma. The outcome of our deeds in works, words, and thoughts. These votational acts become a cause of new activity and constitute the directing principle or character of a new consciousness. Oh, I don't know if I get that. Oh, Jack. Listen. Carefully. Character is nothing but a, a tendency of our will. A formation of repeated actions. Every deed we do leaves a trace, a path formed by the process of walking. And wherever such a once-trodden path exists, there we find, when a similar situation arises, that we take to this path spontaneously. This is the law of action and reaction, what we call karma, the law of movement in the direction of the least resistance, meaning the frequently trodden and therefore easier path. It is what is commonly known as uh, the force of habit. Hmm. Does that sound familiar? Yes. Now, just as the potter forms vessels out of formless clay, so we create, through deeds, words, and thoughts, out of the still unformed material of our life and our sense impressions, the vessel of our future consciousness. Namely, that which gives it form and direction. Uh, I don't know. That sounds pretty heavy. Buck up, Jack. You'll get it yet. <laughs> Would you like some tea? Ah, uh, yes, I, I think I could do with some. Good. We'll take a break, then. Jives! Jives! Clear away this rubble and bring up a new tea set. Ah! And some more crumpets. Ah, nothing quite like a brisk cup of tea. 
But to continue, this consciousness which stands at the beginning of a new life is represented in the third picture in the form of a monkey grasping a branch. Do you see that, Jack? Yes. Now, just as a monkey restlessly jumps from branch to branch, so the consciousness jumps from object to object. Ah. Consciousness, however, cannot exist by itself. It has, on the one hand, both the properties of incessantly grasping sense objects or objects of imagination, and of letting go of one object for the sake of another. But it also has the capacity to crystallize and to polarize itself into material forms and mental functions. Hmm? Consciousness is the basis of the combination, you've heard it referred to, mind and body. This close relationship between bodily and mental functions is compared with two people in a boat. This is shown in the fourth picture, in which you can see a ferryman propelling a boat with two people in it. Do you see it, Jack? Oh, yes, yes. Ah, good show. Now, next we have a house with six windows, which depicts the six senses. Seeing, hearing, smelling, tasting, touching and thinking. And the sixth picture symbolizes the contact of the senses with their objects. In the form of the first contact between lovers. Do you see that, Jack? Yes, very nice. The feeling resulting from the contact of the senses with their objects is represented in the seventh picture by a man whose eye has been pierced by an arrow. Mm, that's a bit strong, don't you think? Bear with me, Jack. The eighth picture shows a drinker who is served by a woman. It symbolizes the thirst for life or craving caused by agreeable sensations. The arrow in the eye does not indicate pleasure, but only the intensity of the feeling and perhaps its future painful consequences which overtake those who allow themselves to be carried away by agreeable sensations. I don't know. I never thought of Tibetans as prudes, but they seem to take a lot of the old kick out of life. From the thirst for life arises the grasping of and clinging to the desired objects. This is symbolized in the ninth picture by a man who plucks fruit from a tree and gathers it into a basket. Clinging leads to the strengthening of the bonds, the bounds of life, and to a new process of becoming. This is symbolized by the sexual union of a man and wife as seen in the tenth picture. Hmm. That's pretty explicit, all right. The Tibetan attitude towards sexual things is of a disarming naturalness and objectivity. The Tibetan does not hesitate to depict the sexual act and the act of giving undisguised and without ambiguity. Now, the eleventh picture shows a woman giving birth to a child. Becoming leads to rebirth in a new existence. They're just as active as beavers, aren't they? <laughs> Jack, be serious. The twelfth picture shows a man who carries a corpse on his back to the cremation ground, which illustrates the last of the twelve links of the formula of dependent origination, which says that all that which has been born leads to old age and death. As I have told you on another occasion, if there had not been a will to live and a clinging to the corresponding forms of life, this process of becoming would not have been set into motion. 
It's just a vicious circle, isn't it? That is why the twelve-fold formula of dependent origination is represented as a circle. It has neither a beginning nor an end. Do you see? Hmm. Each link represents the sum total of all other links and is the precondition as well as the outcome of all other links. And all phases of this dependent origination are phenomena of the same illusion, the illusion of egohood. By overcoming this illusion, we step beyond the circle in which we imprison ourselves and we realize that no thing and no being can exist in itself or for itself. That each form of life has the whole universe as its basis and that the meaning of individual form can only be found in its relationship to the whole. The moment in which the human individual becomes conscious of this universality, he ceases to identify himself with the limits of his temporal embodiment and becomes flooded with a fullness of life in which the distinction between past, present and future does not exist anymore. Amen. <sighs> And all this has been simply explained by Lama Govinda in his Foundations of Tibetan Mysticism, a book I do recommend. Well, I'll be sure to read it. <laughs> Good, Jack. Hot char! Let's have another cup of tea. <laughs> Here, I have a copy for you right now. And it's signed by the Lama Govinda. My goodness, interesting handwriting he has. Shows he's a mystic. Mouth of the night. 
<laughs> oh, rock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what from Pedro Show? I was Dophius with ass candle, die, frat boy, die. Before that, we had Dills. It's not worth it. And uh, the chief stream by Bring Me the Head of O.J. Garcia. Coming in right after uh, part 12 of the fourth tower Inverness. You're digging on the uh, yeah, saga, huh, brother Matt? it keeps getting cooler. So we got the traffic. Yeah, we got the noise little, or what? Little afternoon traffic buildup. Over here. Uh, <laughs> Cruising uh, Sunken City. Pedro sounds weekend. are flowing into the. Cool Love buses. Grotto on the Pleasure Point here. The kids all taking the drive by in the school bus to look in the window at the Watt from Pedro show. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what the hazards of Friday shows are here in this town. Uh, so, so what, what, what do you like about the Fourth Tower? Uh, it kind of just keeps getting trippier, little, little more. Um, uh, they got the trippy little space story going there with the the psychic twist. <laughs> We're about I like the characters and stuff, like the whole theater of the mind stuff. You don't really catch the mind much movie of that concept. Anymore. Yeah, We're about a third of the way through. And Jack is uh, coming on to some self-realization. <laughs> okay, I'm going to play you uh, a song here that features a cat who's born in Pedro here. Raised pretty much in Gardena, though. His name is Art Pepper, and this is something he did mm-hmm. with uh, Chet Baker. Old Lighthouse. Watt from Pedro Show.
Watt from Pedro Show. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> that was uh, the Brain Surgeons, Albert and Deborah Bouchard's uh, band, doing a song called The Big Bang Theory, but much different than the version I do. Different song, the same title. Well, they just got written Big Bang Theory. And mine is the Big Bang Theory. What? You, you inspired them. Yeah. This is from their first record. Let's see when it was done. I don't know. A couple years ago. Let's see if there's a date somewhere here. They got a big book. Very nice printing. 1994. So maybe it predated me. I think I recorded it in 95, but they're much different. Anyway, before that, we had the fuses with Jazz Makes Me Nervous, and we started with, for minors only, Chet Baker and Art Pepper off the uh, Playmates record, trippy cover. Uh, Nels Klein, I'm going to be playing with him tomorrow night. I think uh, he's doing something... Uh, with Jim Fetus, the shit in factory, some big uh, composition that Fetus did on uh, synthesizers and stuff. Now he's having live players do it. But anyway, here's something from Nell's, his Nell's Klein trio from like uh, 1990, quite a while ago when he first uh, ventured forth on his own, Mr. Nell's Klein.
Two autumns and I haven't changed enough It's September 12th and the sky has fallen The sun has risen A city built of five dimensions undergone circumcision Eight days under Judaic law Dear diary, I'm fiery Divine winds, my friend Took me back to the beginning When I swore it was the end From the fiery depths Found the ocean within My penmanship seals it straight through my lips I'm hip to your games Hip to the science of war Propaganda make me fight But what am I fighting for? My way of life means and rights Give or take less or more See through the eyes of the poor Plus I'm black to the core Ignorance is on tour Booking stadiums and more The days of Hitler Painting pictures patriotic with gore You raise a flag on a lance Hatch a board eagle's claw And send the symbol on your currency To finance your war I'm saying no Not in my name Not in my life Not by my hands That ain't my fight Not in my name You wage war against terrorists and violence And try to wave your guns of fear and saw in the silence I'm saying no Not in my name Not in my life Not by my hands That ain't my fight Not in my name You built your empire with natives and slaves Like the truth don't resurrect Wage a war from its grave on the sideline, ready for the front line, tell me when it's my time, won't you tell me? We got women on the sideline, ready for the front line, tell me when it's my time, won't you tell me? You won't put it in your headline, people are with that line, do we need a headline, do we really? We only see what they want us to see, we'll only be what they want us to be, fighting in their army. We pledge resistance, we pledge to defend civil liberties against social and political repression. We pledge alliance with those who have come under attack for voicing opposition to the war. We pledge to make common cause with the people of the world to bring about justice, freedom, and peace. Another world is possible, and we pledge to make it real. No, not in my name, not in my life, not by my hands, that ain't my fight, not in my name. You wage a war against terrorists and violence and try to wave your guns of fear and soul in the silence. No, not in my name, not in my life, not by my hands, that ain't my fight, not in my name. You go of the shamans and swamis and it's not about retaliation your history of war does nothing more than scar imagination increase security religious purity your blindfolded justice make you trust in fatuity like it's random it's tandem fuck you and damn them you teach to attack and then question who planned them no not in my name not in my life not by my hands that ain't my fight not in my name you wage war against terrorists and violence and try to wave your guns of fear and saw into silence no not in my name not in my life not by my hands that ain't my fight not in my name you built your empire with natives and slaves like the truth on resurrect waging war from its grave
Watt from Pedro Show. Coming to the end of another installment. The uh, October 18th, 2002 edition. Uh, that was Whoops Kitty from Minneapolis. Uh, with Let's Pretend. Before that, September 12th by Saul Williams. Uh, something I got at the thing at the Federal Building a couple of weeks ago. What were you saying, Brother Matt, about... I've uh, just, just uh, been encountering his name on some stuff I've been checking out lately, so I think that's a, that's a good indicator I should check it out a little deeper. Seems like he got some good stuff. Kind of likes to slip the message in there. Yeah, you were talking about how... Uh, about being relentless? Oh, yeah, just how... Uh, it's like the, the protests and stuff seem to be building, which is good, but uh, it's kind of a full-time thing it has to be because uh, the other side is has got the resources to just keep it going all the time. So it's good to have the, the stuff starting, but it can't just be a weekend thing. It's got to be pretty constant. Yeah. Because the, the, we the people still still outnumber everybody, but they got to just uh, make themselves known. Find their voice. Before that, we had the Heartbreak Wizard by Leaving Trains, a melding of two classic tunes, <laughs> Fallen James. They're going to be playing next week, first time they've played in a long time. Maybe at Mr. T's Bowl or something like that. I'm going to go check it out. He's something else. I saw him maybe a month ago, and he wasn't wearing a dress. It was a trip. New Era. Yeah, New Era. <laughs> For Fallen James. Before that, we had uh, some live fire hose. From One Comes One. When was that recorded? I think it was in uh, 90, 1990. Or something like that. Oh, wait. Uh, yeah, I can't find the sleeve. Uh, and we started with Broasted by the Nels Klein Trio. Maybe recorded around the same time, except not live in the studio. Had another bass player than the Nels Klein trio I played with. That's some cat named uh, Mark Sims. And uh, Bob was the guy who was playing with Nels when uh, I started doing gigs with him. Took him on tour and stuff. Um... Next week, might have some guests. A guest. Maybe, uh, well, I'll keep it as a surprise. <laughs> and uh, I got an email from some cat who said Raymond sounded disinterested <laughs> when we had him on. That's not true. That's just, you know, he's kind of shy. And... Uh, He's very uh, alert, intelligent man, and uh, no attitude or anything. Uh, I guess it's trippy to read people's voices over the air like that to see what they're about. The guy said he bumped into him at a gig, and he seemed standoffish. And 
Couldn't be further from the truth. What do you think, brother man? I think just if you're mellow and quiet, sometimes people are going to read you wrong. Yeah, they want you to be all. <laughs> yeah, hype. you're not all that they want you to be. <laughs> Live up to their mental construct, I guess, because of his drawings. They think he should be hollering. Uh, yeah, we're there. Okay. <laughs> so we're at the end of the show, September 18, 2002. Watt Pedro show from the Love Grotto, Pleasure Point. Wild Kingdom Radio. Thank you, Brother Matt. Cool, thank Much you. Much appreciated assistance. And uh, see you cats next time. Keep your powder dry.